Hello, we love words. Written, spoken, hinted, shouted, gentle, outrageous, and always enlightening. Intriguing. But there again, we are library staff. You'd expect nothing less. So tune into Library Words for interviews, memories, business tips, stories, and more. We'll talk to authors, poets, and local people, always keeping you usefully entertained. On the 18th of October, award-winning author Candice Carty-Williams came to Lewisham Library to speak to a group of students from Prendergast Vale School. Her debut novel Queenie won Book of the Year at the British Book Awards, and her second novel, Empress and Anaya, is a young adult novel that has been called South East London's answer to Freaky Friday. She talks to the students about her new book, her love of reading and the writing process, and most importantly, her own time growing up in Lewisham. Afterwards, I spoke with some of the students to get their thoughts, and also spoke with Candice about what it was like to come back to Lewisham Library. Welcome to Library Words. Hi, what's your name? Mamina. Mamina, okay, can you tell me about what you just watched? What did you think of it? I thought it was really, like, inspirational to see how she was, like, growing up in a, like, a really bad place and how, you know, she got through it and she wrote, like, these books that are really popular and enjoyable. Do you like reading? I love reading. Are you reading anything at the moment? I'm reading the sequel to One of Us is Lying, so it's like two can keep a secret. It's really good. Do we all like reading here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. What's your name? Shania. Shania. Okay, what are you reading at the moment? I'm reading Anne of Green Gables. Oh, okay. Oh. Are you, is that for school or for fun? For fun. For fun. So do we like reading for fun as well? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Um, what did you think of the event just now? I think it was really good, especially because you don't really hear much about people from like South East London. So it's really good to have someone who's like successful come in and that's, talk to that's us. That's very true. Yeah. Have you ever met a writer before? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, who was that? Alex Wheatley. Really? Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, so that's some good writers you've been seeing lately then. Also, um, Catherine Rundle. She came to our primary school. Which, which school was that? It was Brindish Green. Ah, okay. So you're all local through and through. When you're reading, what do you like? What in a novel kind of really grabs your attention? When you can like relate to what the character is going through. Right. Or what they're saying. Because like, sometimes in books, when it's not relatable, then it's not that nice, like, nice to read or not that enjoyable. But when it is relatable, then it's better to read. Okay, so obviously now having someone who's actually from South East London, it, it, you realise it's going to be relatable and so yeah. a little bit different. What influences you to read a book? If you see your friend reading a book, does that make you want to read it or do you prefer to read something different? Um, it depends on the friend, honestly. Like, ah, trust if, their judgment, you mean? Yeah. If, like, I know them and, you know, we read similar books, um, and there are, I know that there's specific things that she likes to read and maybe I can like compare and be like oh yeah I like reading that as well then yeah I will read if they tell me if it's good then I would read it but I'll probably read it anyways how about you um yeah my friends don't really read sort of the sort of genres I read because I read more like murder mystery that's oh, what I enjoy nice. more so. so you read a bit outside of your age range then yeah a bit yeah, yeah. okay what kind of stuff do you like reading well, the book I'm reading right now, um, like, I saw a lot of people recommending it online, so I bought it because, like, when you see more people, like, recommending it, it influences you to buy it, so... What was that? What book was that? Um, they both die at the end. That sounds pleasant. Have you got to the end yet? <laughs> no. Oh, so you don't know if they, they die yet? I'm pretty sure they die. Pretty sure they die? Yeah. Was that, is that a young adult's novel then? 
Is it yeah, I your think age so. range? Yeah. Okay. When you're reading a book, Shania, do you have to like the character in it, or have you ever read a book that you don't like the people in? Um, yeah, I've read a book that I really hated the character, but I always have to like finish the book because I can't make an overall judgment. So I have to like finish the book in order, but I won't read it again because it's okay. yeah. So you just you have to see it through to the end. Yeah. 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 Um, if you could think of one thing that you, that's, that today's made you think, what would that be? Mm. No pressure. It does like it doesn't really matter where you grew up from or like how you behaved in school. That it doesn't define you. Like mm -hmm. even though a lot of people think it will. That's true. Very good. And how about you? Um, yeah, no matter sort of where you come from, you can be a big successful author, yeah. Like, no matter the people around you, what they say or what they do, like, there's no pressure to, like, you become that person, like, they don't influence you, like, I think you should influence yourself. That's very good. Anything from yeah, you? Yeah, just follow your dreams and, yeah. I mean, follow your dreams, I think that's some great advice. You four, thank you very much. I think I'm going to speak to these two if they want to speak to me. Yeah, Frank, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing Frank. Hello, you two. I've just been talking to some of your friends. What do you think of today? I think today has taught me a lot. Like, it's okay to show whatever you're feeling because whatever you're bottling up inside will soon, like, erupt and come out in a way you just did not want to. And that like, you can't prevent, like, showing your feelings because, yeah. That's very true. And how about you? I think that's where Candice has found the importance of herself and she's expressed it through writing was absolutely amazing and it's inspiring us as young children to formate ourselves and actually find the power in being us and abusing it. Wow. Oh, did you write that down before? No. You just thought of that. That's, that's impressive. Do you both like reading? Yes. Love it. What are you reading at the moment? I'm enough. reading Girls Under Pressure. Oh, yeah, it's by Jacqueline Wilson. Oh, okay, yeah, the whole series, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, about eating disorders and how young girls cope through that. They learn to understand their bodies and accept it. Very good. Frank, what are you reading? I am reading um, Oliver Twist. Oh, wow, okay. Are you, are you actually enjoying it? Yes, I am enjoying it. You are? Because I know, it's, is that for school or is it for you reading that for fun? It's for both. Because it's like, for both. We've been doing some work on it in school. And I've been kind of spoiled on it, so I'm reading it now. Okay. So I can get very understanding. Because I know sometimes, obviously, when you're given a school book, it's not always that fun. Yeah. Um, have you ever read a school book that you've really enjoyed? Yes. Well, was that this? Yeah, it was Stone Cold and Oliver Twist. Okay, and how about you? I really enjoyed Macbeth. I thought that Lady Macbeth was an amazing feminist character, and it was a grand breakthrough considering that women in Shakespearean times were quite disrespected and they were incriminated in the most nastiest ways. Yeah, I'm I'm a Hamlet man myself. You're a Hamlet but, um, man. But um, yeah, Ophelia was disrespected yeah. and wasn't, you know. Yeah, and obviously Hamlet's mum was kind of treated as like a, just a bit of a side character, yeah. even though she's, you know, it revolves around her. You know, I think that's where Shakespeare's importance really comes in, because he he's such an amazing author. Well, he was such an amazing author, and he really took in the factors of every everything an author should be a part of. And yeah, it just gave you an idea, another perception of writing. It's amazing. Brilliant. Do you feel inspired to write now? Yeah, I mean, I've kind of been feeling like writing a book, just so that like few generations can really get a grasp of what like today was like. Because like I've been hearing some stuff like and I and I've been really like but taking it on a personal layer because I've been hearing people say that history is only what the winners write. 
and I've been thinking, wow, people could have changed like a lot of stuff about history and I wouldn't even know. So I think it's important that people are able to like tell the truth, but like tell the difference between the truth and the lie, because they are really important in understanding life and stuff. Wow, I'm getting some really inspirational stuff from you two today. That's what's happened to you, Frank? What's, what's happened? That's, this is amazing. You've changed in the last two years. Wow. I asked the others, um, when you're reading a book, do you have to like the character to enjoy the book? Have you Definitely ever, yeah? not. You find so much character just by reading someone and you start to understand them and your perception changes on them completely. When you read a book, you see a fantasy, you see a different world and you become more self-aware that you need to change because of that book. So yeah, you get, you know, you get to play devil's advocate when reading and your fantasies and whatever your imagination comes through changes within it. You two, thanks. So, what's your name? I think I don't think. I... Mariam. Mariam, sorry, and Frank, as we all know. Uh, Mariam and Frank, thank you very much. Welcome. Hi there. What's your name? Uh, Rebecca. Rebecca. Okay. Um, you had some really good questions for Candice today. What made you think of them? Um, I just, I don't know. I saw a little bit of myself in her, and I thought that quite inspiring. So I thought that maybe she would have similar problems as to me. So then we had like similar questions to ask oh, so yeah cool. do you enjoy reading um i do but i don't do it very often when i do find a good book i throw myself into it completely yes I, I understand i i love reading but i don't get the chance to read because i'm surrounded by books all day so when i get home i don't always yeah you know i feel right. like i have the time or want to but when i do find a good book you know you get stuck yeah. in do you i've asked some of your friends this do you have to like the people in the book to enjoy the book? Have you ever read a book where you've not, you know, liked oh, the characters? Oh, there are plenty of things that, um, movie, TV shows, books, where I don't like the main character. Mm -hmm. And I feel like sometimes it makes it better because then you can just root against them, hoping bad things will happen. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. When you're reading something, um, what grabs your attention? Um, what grabs my attention? Do you mean like initially or what keeps me in yeah, well, the book? Have you ever started a book and then all of a sudden you've just kind of not enjoyed it and given up? Yeah. I'd say with the pacing of the book, sometimes you can linger on a certain part of the book for too long and that will lose my attention even if it's a great story. Sometimes I myself, I find myself skipping through chapters just trying to get to the good bit ah. or just putting the book down. Uh, yeah, I, I had a reading group here once and I just didn't enjoy the book so I basically downloaded the audiobook <laughs> and listened to it three times fast <laughs> just so I could get to the end. Yeah. But yeah. Right, I think you've got to go now, but yeah. thank you very much for your no time. No problem. Bye Hope bye. you had a good day. Right, um, Francis, you are a librarian at Prendergast Vale, is that correct? It is correct. Um, thank you, first of all, for bringing your students over here. What did you think of the event? I thought it was amazing. It was a real privilege to get to see an amazing author speak and very inspirational for all the kids. I mean, I spoke to some of the kids and they sound very inspired. Would you like to have some writers sort of graduate from your school? Is that... Oh, it would be amazing. Oh, I'd love that. Wouldn't I be such a success if, yeah. I, if I knew I'd nurtured that kind of talent? Uh, they can come back and uh, take I me know, out. Yes. Yeah. Be, oh, that'd be, that's yeah. the dream, isn't it? Yeah. I'm going to ask you some of the same questions I asked the kids. Um, what grabs your attention in a novel and what keeps your attention? Oh, well, I think for a lot of kids, it's seeing themselves, but not always. I, I like to go on a bit of a journey and find out something entirely new so if it's about something I don't know like a different lived experience I'm I'm all for it. Do you have to like the characters in the novel to enjoy the novel? I think you need someone in the novel that you like but it doesn't have to be everyone 
I personally want to empathise with somebody. Yeah. If everybody's horrible, then I, it's, it's a I've bit see, difficult, yeah. isn't I've it? I've seen a few films where yeah. no one's I was going to say Succession. It's one that's recently. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet, but it was on the radio this that's morning because season three starts, or You know, where everyone is horrible, that's quite hard. That can be hard going. Yeah. But if there's someone that you you see something in, then it tends to tends to keep you going. Are you reading anything at the moment? Am I reading? Yes, yeah. Well, oh, yes. I'm always reading several things. Um, I'm reading A Hero Born, um, which is the first in the, the Condor series, which is Chinese martial arts fantasy series. Sounds like my street, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's meant to be as big in China as The Lord of the Rings is here, culturally. Oh, wow. So I felt I nearly had, I really had to get on top of that situation. Find Sounds out about good. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, if there was one thing that you wish the kids took home today mm-hmm. from this, what do you what would you wish it would be? I'd hope some of them would be inspired to read a bit more. Always, that's, I'm a librarian, obviously always, that's my yeah. angle. Um, but I think they will. I think they definitely will. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe inspired to write a bit more. Um, that you know, it was someone speaking passionately about writing, wasn't it? Mm. So that's always going to grab you, I would yeah. think. I mean, kids are shy these days, so they might not um, reveal their true intentions, but you hope that... But maybe also to join publishing. They heard a bit about the publishing industry, and we had a couple of kids putting their hands up saying they wanted to go for that, didn't they? So among the doctors and the lawyers. Yeah, one of them even said, you know, uh, one of the ladies said that she might give one of them some contacts, so great. Publisher in our midst. Yeah, exactly. You could have started a career right here today. I know. Oh, I'm going to take ownership of that if it happens. Yeah, yeah. that'd be good. Um, Francis, thank you for your time. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Candice, thank you for coming today. Thanks for having me. Um, We just spoke with the students of Prendergast Vale, Mm -hmm. obviously about your new book, Empress Mm -hmm. and Anaya. Mm -hmm. What did you find harder, writing a novel for adults or writing a novel for young adults? Oh, that's really interesting. Um, I think, gosh, they both have different, I guess, appeals. Um, They both have different challenges. So I would say, uh, because Queenie was my first novel, that was definitely like, you know, I was just like jumping into it and I had no idea, you know, I'd read a lot. So I had no idea like how, I hadn't done like a master's. You know, some people have like writing degrees. I hadn't done any of that stuff. Um, But with this, with Empress and Anaya, it was like, okay, I've written before, so I know what to do. But also, you know, I'm in awe of the young adult space. Like, I'm in awe of those writers who, you know, they've done so much to, like, teach kids Mm. about stuff. You know, like, I, Queenie wasn't, you know, I wasn't trying to teach anyone anything, really, with Queenie. So, I guess with young adult, I felt like I had a bit more of a responsibility. Um... Uh, so yeah, I think it, things like language, making sure I didn't swear or write about anything <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't write about, like those things actually weren't too hard when it came down to it because I was just like, you know, once you're in the world and you know who these girls are, you know what you want to say, just just go for it and just, you know, and it's been really nice because the young adult space has been really welcoming. So yeah, it's different challenges, but also like different joys. When you wrote, wrote write about these young girls, obviously that was a period in your life. Mm-hmm. Did, was it easy to remember? how it was at that age they are yeah so they're 15 16 and you know those years to me were like really formative you know your teenage years they just you know i don't know if they ever really leave you um for so many different ways you know you're developing like your brain is like taking all this information in like you're very hormonal um and you're learning stuff all the time and you kind of you're kind of creeping towards adulthood and you think that you're kind of ready to be an adult so yeah all of those things like i remember them very very well um and so yeah i think for me it was just like 
literally taking myself back to school and being like, okay, what was it when you were like in year 11 and you were standing in front of those gates? And what was it like to go in every day? And what was it like to be with your friends? And what was it like, like to, what were you talking about? And what were you enjoying? And you know, obviously like cultural touch points have changed, you know, like I was 15, like 15 years ago. Um, and so, yeah, it's a very different time, I guess. So for me, it was just like focusing on those relationships rather than like the trends yeah. of now, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's yeah. Did you read much when you were that 15, 16 years old? Oh God, I read all the time. I read constantly, I read a book a day. I loved, you know, and this wasn't just young adult books, it was everything. It was everything I could get my hands on because I was absolutely obsessed with every single world that was created in books for me. Um, and so yeah, reading was a huge part of my life, a huge formative part of my life. Is there any book that stands out for what, could be for good or bad reasons, but is there any book, because for me, I, the books that stand out for me are like the ones I had to read in school, um, particularly James Joyce, is an awful, awful book, and I know I shouldn't say anything about a book, but you know, <laughs> there, are, there are things that stand out. Is there any book that stood out for you for whatever reason? I guess the book that stood out for me was uh, Forever by Judy Bloom oh. because it was like one of her ruder ones mm. and we weren't meant to read it, <laughs> but we did. And I think someone had kind of discovered it in the library and they were like, oh my God, have you read Forever by Judy Bloom? And it was like, what, why? And it was like, because there's a lot of sex in there and everyone was going wild. <laughs> and I obviously like the waiting list for that book was so, so long. Um, and so I remember like that stood out to me. And also like, Judy Bloom was an amazing writer and like a load of books that were for young teenage girls those books really spoke to me because again Julie Bloom was really concerned with like humans and like human nature and mm -hmm. like all the gossip and all the fun like babysitters club like all of those things were like very different they had like a specific thing and I love like a lot of point horror oh uh, now you're talking R.L. Stein is my one. Oh my god, me too. Like I still have I, when I've I've moved house like many times, and I have this huge point horror collection. So you still got? And I'm like I can't give them away. I've, only I've got, still got them. I moved house and I've only got three of them. I've got the Babysitter. No. Uh, Trick or treat was that about Richie Tacky Tankley Cusick or something? There was another one. Oh my um, god. And. Um, the accident, which is a picture of this boat, ah, I can never forget. Yes. But I'm always looking on eBay to see, are there any point horror collections? Oh, yeah, I, and... yeah, that's a good idea. I have like a solid, I think like 20 book collection. Oh, I'm jealous now. And thank you. Um, and the beach was the one that I oh, found. Oh, yeah, yeah, Do you remember yeah. the beach? That was like the time hopping one. Yeah. That was terrifying. So yeah, I'm going to say actually, it's Judy Bloom Forever, but also like my point horror collection, which is still very close to my heart. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I can remember W.H. Smith's in Catford, mm -hmm. when you go in in the far left corner, there was just the section for just point horror. Oh, and that's dream. unfortunately where I, uh, my mum spent most of her money. So thank you, <laughs> mum, if you're listening to this one. And apologies to any James Joyce fans for slating the book, but that's fine. Yeah, we, we understand. Yeah. Did you, um, do you need to read a lot to become a better writer, do you think? or just write? Is, is there a balance? Do you know what? I think I know that reading a lot is really, really great. It's really, really important. Just because like, and like read as widely as possible. So I read a lot of nonfiction. And I think that when I'm writing, well, I know that when I'm writing, it doesn't help me to read fiction because I'm always a bit panicked that okay. I'm going to start writing like the writer, which has never happened and never will, but it's just one of my, you know, writers will have their things. And that's one of my things. And so, I tend to read a lot of non-fiction because also I want to enrich my mind as much as possible and read very widely and also understand like what's going on in the world like from all these different perspectives and I, I love learning and I, I learn so quickly through books and I think it's, it's such an amazing place to, to do that. So yeah, non-fiction I think when you're writing fiction is my thing and I do think 
when you're not when I'm not writing I try to read as much as I can and I also still read a lot of young adult novels um, because I think it's you know like mm-hmm. we're all learning all the yeah, time yeah. right I mean, if I had the choice, I would probably exclusively just read, reread the Point Horror books. <laughs> yeah, the... I'm going to go do that, like, today. Yeah, yeah oh, now you've really got me annoyed. I can't, <laughs> I can't find that many. Um, why choose a young adult novel after sort of such success of your first adult novel? What made you make the, ch- the change? I guess it was important for me to... I don't know, I think I was exploring some things that I wanted to explore within myself. So, like, some of the themes in the book. So... I guess like class difference when you're growing up, just feeling very different when you're growing up and feeling like you don't fit in or that you, like you want to be someone else. Those things are really important to me. And with Queenie, it was kind of like, I'm sure that if I'm interested in this, other people might be too. Um, and so that was important to me. Um, and also, yeah, the publishers, Knights of, they're the first uh, publisher that exists for like young adults who are underrepresented. Oh, brilliant. And I think they do amazing, amazing, amazing things. And so when I was asked by them to do this, I was like, yes, like very quickly because, you know, and I'm asked to do a lot of different writing for a lot of different publishing houses. Um, and I have to say no because of time and because, you know, I want to be able to dedicate myself properly to something and not just rush something off. And I knew that when I was working with Knights of, I would be working with people who were like doing all this stuff for the right reasons. And that was important to me. Oh, brilliant. Um, your friend Amy mentioned before that this is the first sort of um, event you've done with that age audience. How do you think it went? And do you think of any difference from an adult crowd? Oh, I loved it. You know, teenagers um, terrify me. I think <laughs> yes. teenagers terrify everyone, right? Because they're always going to say anything. Oh, and you yes. can see it on their faces. Yeah. They haven't yet learned to be active listeners yet, you know, the way that adults we kind of have to. Um, but I loved it. I loved it so much. I love hearing from young people. I love knowing what their questions are. I love, I mean, like, you know, I ask them questions like, what do you want to do? Like, what jobs do you want to do? I love hearing about their aspirations. Um, because I think, you know, like, they are kind of the ones coming up and they're like mm-hmm. the people of tomorrow. And I think that the generations below mine definitely have a lot to say and a lot to think. I think they're really, really smart. Um, and it was really fun <laughs> to be in a room with all these kids and be like, okay, I'm scared, but also like, I like talking to yeah. you because like, I can see that you're interested. And even though none of them wanted to be writers, which is um, kind of sad. Um, but doctors and lawyers, though, we can't... doctors yeah, and yeah. lawyers, and the guy who wants to create his own AI island. I know, he, cool. he's come a long way. I've known him since he was very, very small. So you whatever they put in the Lewisham water <laughs> lately, uh, it's obviously done the trick. There's always been something, I think, in the Lewisham water. But I think, um, it's stuff like that. It's like, yeah, I've never even thought about an AI island. And then you meet a kid who's like, that's what I want to do. And you're like, yeah. And also when you're young, like, the world is open to you like that. And that's amazing. I spoke to him, actually, not long afterwards, and... Um, yeah, you've definitely had an effect on these kids, regardless of whether they said they wanted to be writers or not. Um, they mentioned how it was nice to see someone that's where they're from be where they are now mm. because they don't feel that they're represented. And they, they actually said they don't feel represented. Oh, that kills which is, me. Yeah. I mean, it, it's true, but they're not. Yeah. And that's the problem, and that's why it's really important for me to do these things and also to be visible because I would have loved to see this when I was growing up. I would have loved it, loved it, loved it, but... When I was growing up, all of the people that were, I guess, well-known or people that were respected in their fields were not like me or you. Mm-hmm. They were just, you know, white middle-class people. Yeah. And that was just the norm and the standard and it wasn't ever challenged. And so I think, yeah, that's why I would always do this sort of thing because it's like, we're here. And like, there are more of us now. And I think that's really important. One of the things that I found was amazing speaking to those um, students is that one of the kids, um, a young white male, said that you're representing him. 
how often does you know wow, because i'm from lucian yeah because because of your where he's from oh my god that's amazing yeah i mean that obviously that's a good sense of community because he just sees you as lucian he doesn't see you as yeah you know candy scotty williams black female author he actually just sees you as where he's from which i yeah honestly I've, some of the stuff they said was amazing i can't wait to listen to this i know cry. Yeah, yeah um and i think you know i think there's something about that that's really interesting just because i as a as a black female author that is like i'm always pushed into speaking like that or like talking about race or talking about mm -hmm. race and publishing and um you haven't asked me those questions and neither did amy when we did our talk because you guys aren't concerned with that because yeah. I'm an author and that's what I do. And that's why, yeah, when you look at me, it shouldn't have to be that I am a young black woman. Like it's like, I'm someone who is navigating the world and I have expertise in some way, you know? Um, so that's really amazing. Yeah, I mean, I'm born and bred Catford and Lewisham through and through. And I know it doesn't matter what you look like or who you are. If you're Lewisham, you're Lewisham. You're Lewisham, um, you're Lewisham. I'm, for, the, for the good or bad. <laughs> right, this is it. I, like Lewisham was my formative years. I think from about nine when I started at Gordon Brock, primary school oh, okay until i think maybe like 24 when i moved to um thornton heath so like yeah that's a big chunk of my life in lewisham and if mm. anyone asks where i'm from it's lewisham it's lewisham it's blueborough and you used to come to lewisham library is that correct oh my god all the time it was my savior and even like even in the middle ground between like your teenage years and being a proper adult and then even then when I was an adult like going past Lewisham Library I was always like oh my gosh Lewisham Library and just knowing how held I was by the library and how safe I felt in the library and actually even now how like how nice I feel walking in mm. and like knowing it like smells the same looks the same is the same is so welcoming it's absolutely it's a beautiful thing well we're very happy to, that you were able to come today um do you have a favourite young adults writer at the moment? My favourite young adult writer at the moment, I would say, I'm going to say two. I'm going to say <laughs> Tanya Byrne, who's written a wonderful, wonderful young adult novel called After Love. And I'm going to say Femi Fadugba, who's written a novel called The Upper World, um, which is like sci-fi. And it's really, really fun. I'm reading that right now and I'm having such a good time. Oh, brilliant. If there's one thing that the kids today could take away from this what would you wish it would be that's a very no, annoying and stupid question, question no but... it's not at all it's also i was i mean i'm thinking about this a lot but it's also like you can be who you want and i always want people young people adults to be the best version of themselves and not have that hindered by what they think they should be doing or how they think they should be being um, because I know that when I grew up, I thought I should be stronger, I should be funnier, I should be sassy, I should be confident, I should be all of these things. And it was only when I got into like adulthood and I realised that just being the version of yourself that you can be, but be the best version of that self, when you're not like blocking it by being like, no, I shouldn't be funny, or no, I shouldn't be silly, or no, I shouldn't be vulnerable, you know, get that out, like chuck that out the door. Like, so just be the best version of yourself. Well, you'll be very happy to know that what you said is almost exactly what one of the girls said when I spoke to them earlier. So your message clearly has got That's through. That's lovely. Um, Candice, thank you for talking to me today. Thank and you so thank much. you also to the students of Prendergast Vale School. Thank um, you. Enjoy the rest of your book tour. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed that. Both Queenie and Empress and Anaya are available to borrow from Lewisham Libraries. Pop into your local branch to borrow or reserve a copy. Also, be sure to check out the blog in the podcast description for photos from Candice's talk. Thanks for listening and catch us again for more library words.
Remember to subscribe to never miss an episode. And links to all of our social media can be found on the podcast summary.